Hey everyone, this is Allison Lee, the host here at CraftCast, and on today's show I'll be talking with artist, author, and Etsy guru, Tim Adam, as well as lots of news here from the CraftCast studio, so let's get started. Show number 151. Starting the day again, oh yeah, letting the sun shine in, uh-oh, I'm gonna dig within myself, uh-oh. Life may be never what you think, but I think I'll just go with it and create something new. Just get yourself right into your chair. Come on, listen, you can learn to create something new. It starts inside you. Well, hello, hello, everyone out there in podcast land. This is Allison Lee, the host here at Craftcast Studio, back for another show this week here in the middle of March, the middle of March where all of our snow has finally melted or been, been dissolved by a lot of rain. And I'm not complaining, all I can tell you. I think this has been a very long winter. I think a mistake has been made and the calendar must be looked at by the people in charge. <laughs> I'm just saying, but I'm, I am happy to report if you go to the craftcast.com blog, you can see that today I posted, oh yes, drumroll please, the first flowers to pop up in bloom. I guess you're wondering, what are those? Those of us here on the East Coast know them very fondly as snowdrops because they, they are a mighty, a mighty little bloom that can pop up even when there's snow around them. So uh, I saw them and just about sucked air and tripped because I was so excited to see them open like that. You know, they're so small and yet mean so much. So <laughs> it's a good sign here on the East Coast is all I can say. Very excited. Uh, so what else is going on here in the CraftCast studio? I, many of you who listen, think that maybe you think that I know how to do all the different crafts I talk about. And that's just frankly not so. And I took my, sort of my first, I took a metal clay class a billion years ago when it first came out and uh, remember very little. Plus when I pulled out those old supplies, <laughs> oh, it was just a hard little mess of silver. I know you can reconstitute, but I'm talking, this was, you'd need a sledgehammer. Um, anywho, I took a metal clay class at the fabulous 92nd Street Y in Manhattan, uh, New York City. And... No, wait, I lied. Can you believe that? What did I... No, mm -mm -mm. let me back up. The class I took at the fabulous 92nd Street Y in New York City was a wonderful class on uh, fabricating a Greek ring from uh, 1600 BC. I digress. That was also a fabulous class. Uh, had a great two days. Following that, though, I took a PMC class up here uh, in my new neck of the woods, uh, at the old church in Demarest, New Jersey, and spent a day playing around with the clay. And it is, as all my friends who are quite addicted, uh, I can understand why. Now, don't get me wrong, to get good at anything, it takes a long time. And I'm not even going to say for one second uh, that uh, I can produce anything anywhere near like the likes of some of those wonderful people out there who many of them are on the show and I host classes with, what they can do. 
That being said, it is something that you can get a result really fast. So literally, you know, an hour of some instructions, uh, an hour of play into the kiln. Before lunch, you can have a few pieces of silver charm thingies, whatever you want to call them, make them into something. So it is quickly satisfying. I made a little earrings. I made a little ball, a little pendant. (laughs) And it was, it felt great to be, uh, also to be at beginner stage. You know, like, what is this stuff kind of thing? And yeah, all of you who are out there who are already pros at this or have done it before, uh, you can laugh along as I poured too much olive oil. You keep your hands lubricated. It was a mess and whatever. But I had a good time and I made a few things. So uh, I'm here to promote, take a class in something you never tried before too. It always feels really good. Uh, And speaking of upcoming classes, uh, actually tonight, which is, let's see, we're the day before St. Patrick's Day, the 16th. Uh, So probably by the time you hear this, this class will already be done, but you'll be able to buy the recording, Uh, is a class with Holly Gage. She is doing a specialty class in the metal clay world, negative space caning. And then, oh, the fabulous Barbara Becker-Simon is coming back on March 30th to do a wonderful enamel and metal clay bead mashup, which is going to be really fun. Uh, Patrick on April 6th is doing something again in metal clay. We're having a metal clay, uh, what is that called? Um when you watch TV shows in a row like that, you're, um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Uh, so we have a bunch of metal clay classes coming up. And then on May 4th, uh, Brenda Swader is going to come back. She did a wonderful class before with Steel Wire. She's coming back to do something I love. She's doing another wire class in the Calder-esque feeling on May 4th uh, after Alexander Calder. Uh, and, oh, I love it. Love, love, love that. So four classes coming up. Come over to www.craftcast.com, and you can look it up under classes. All kinds of fun stuff. And then I want to announce, I'm very excited about this. This falls under the mission statement here at the Craftcast studio to make crafting available, uh, lessons available to uh, crafters around the world, no matter where you are uh, or what your challenges are, frankly. So... Um, we've been able here to figure out how to include, when you buy a recording, a transcription of the entire audio of the class. So if you have any uh, hearing challenges or learning challenges and you need the written word, when you purchase the recording, uh, inside will also be a PDF of the full audio uh, transcription. So I am so excited to be able to offer that to make crafting classes available for even more people. So Yahoo! That'll start with... Uh, the Palmer Clay class called uh, Extraordinary Extrusions with Cynthia Tinapple. And it'll be up for sale uh, the, let's see, uh, by the weekend uh, after St. Patty's Day. So that would be like around the 20th of March. So uh, make sure you check that out, especially if you're into Palmer Clay. It was a great class. And what else? Okay, so I have some... Um, apps, some books, some websites to talk about. Uh, first off, you know, I was in line. I have an iPad one, or I had, I've already sold it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in line, of course, at five o'clock at the Apple store on Friday evening, last Friday evening to purchase my new iPad two. I know all of you out there are laughing. Ha ha ha. Yes. You all know I'm a computer freakazoid, uh, geek type person. So 
thrilled, thrilled, thrilled to have my new iPad too. And it's very funny because I used the app on there, comes with this app called FaceTime, which is also on the uh, iPhone 4. And so think about it. So there I am lying on the couch. You have this little lightweight piece of electronic something on your lap. And you push an app and bink on the big screen comes my son because uh, I called him on FaceTime. And there I am chit-chatting away with him with video talk. And <laughs> you know, I just love it. And I was laughing thinking, you know, I've been waiting for this since I was a little kid. You know, I was a kid who watched the Jetsons and I believed in everything they did. I just, I would pretend to have electronic vices. I know it's a little scary fact about me. Uh, back when I was, you know, in the single digit numbers, so, you know, like in the eight year old, uh, I just loved all of that. So finally, finally, I was able to buy one. <laughs> Anyway, I highly recommend it. If you have any uh, thoughts about why would I need an iPad 2, you don't. That being said, it's like an iPad 1 as well, but it's like walking around with a piece of magic electronics that you can use however you want at any time. You can browse the web, then you could look at your email. You could uh, talk video with someone. You could turn it into a radio. You could watch a movie. You could shop. You could write. You could photograph. You could put a movie together, all in this little piece that fits in your purse. And no, I'm not hired by Apple. (laughs) Just throwing that out there. So FaceTime. Mm -hmm. All right, so a book. All right, I got this book, and uh, I don't always say it like this, but wait, I have a a little bit of tea that I'm drinking that is really good, my new tea. Mm. This book is the kind that I'm just going to say buy it. If you're creative, an artist, or just love looking at art and creativity stuff, uh, this is just, just get it. Don't even listen to the rest of the review. I'm, I'm promising you just buy this book. It's called The Penland Book of Jewelry. It's a Lark jewelry book, uh, but it's, it's really more than jewelry because it's, you know, it's, it's fine art, so it's not just traditional jewelry, but what's fabulous is that it talks about the different artists. It shows them. It shows their work. It shows their process. It is so friggin' inspiring. It's so beautifully done. Uh, yeah. What can I tell you? I'm, I'm staring at it as I'm talking to you right now. And, uh, you know, there's just, you can spend hours looking at this one. You know, I usually rate books with how long I carry them around with me. I have this thing where when I'm into a book, it has to, um, it stays on my possession because I'm, it's like a little bit of an addiction. And with iPads and Kindles, I made it easy to carry around fiction and all that, which I don't need to purchase as a hard book and sell it anymore, but my art books, (laughs) just telling you. So check it out. I will have the link up on the craftcast.com site so you can easily find it, the Penland Book of Jewelry. Scrumptious is all I'm saying. Uh, And then, oh, I have to talk about my friend's new website. I've been um, chatting and working with my friend. She's going by the name Aunt Marty. Well, she says Aunt Marty. Aunt Marty, I just can't do it. I'm an Aunt Marty type. Um, but the name of the site is AuntMarty.com. 
how we eat, how we grow, and who we are. Uh, she's one of my friends up here in uh, outside of the city, but she is a an ex-city girl as well. It's probably why we bonded. Anyway, she started a new blog that's taken off, and it's really, really good. You don't even have to cook. You just have to be into, you know, food and um, what goes into it. Anywho, she's going around, going around the country, having dinner at people's homes and talking about it and the whole experience. And it's just, it's very entertaining, and I know you all enjoy that. So check that out. I'll have that link also at the CraftCast site, uh, www.auntmarty.com. So there you go. There are a few goodies to look at. All right, onward to today's guest. Uh, If you've been a longtime listener here uh, at CraftCast, uh, my guest today, Tim Adam, was on, I don't know, silly, right, that I can't even remember, but it's, it's been a while, but Tim was on a ways back to talk about, um, and actually, actually, he also had a class online with me a ways back, to talk about social networking and how to use it to promote your Etsy store. Well, you know, things change fast, really fast. Uh, anyway, he's come out with a book, and uh, it is called How to Make Money Using Etsy. A Guide to the Online Marketplace for Crafts and Handmade Products. And Tim is, first of all, let me just tell you, I adore him. <laughs> I haven't told him this, but, you know, he's sort of like a much younger brother type. He just has the sweetest, best passion and energy. He just had a new baby, too. so adorable. Uh, anyway, he is, he's a fiend. He's a fiend. When you put the two of us together, there's a lot of talking, I'm just saying, so... Uh, I try to keep us on track and make sure we say what needs to be said. But he's a sweetheart deluxe. He has this book out. Uh, he has a site called handmadeology.com. He has a passion for making his own art, but really he has a passion for sharing with people how to promote themselves using the technology that's out there right now. Hold on one second. I'm taking another little sip of tea. Mm. I've been teaching um, a lot. So my voice has been a little bit scratchy. So I have to drink more tea. (laughs) Uh, Anywho, so Tim is, as my friend in California taught me to say, a doorbell. (laughs) So I'm going to be talking to him next. But first, I have a piece of music to play for all of you today by uh, Canadian singer Alison Crow. I've played her music before. I think this is a beautiful, poignant song. Uh, considering in light of what's going on in the planet right now, uh, called I Don't Know. So enjoy and come on back, and I'll be chatting with Mr. Tim Adam. I don't know how to deal with this So maybe I'll just descend into madness Looking out of the corner of my eye Maybe I'll just run away If I can't think of anything nice to say To save my life before we all fly To think I did something worthwhile, and I don't know what is wrong with everyone. 
Watching so many people systematically destroy themselves Go ahead, this one is on me I think we're all hiding from an invisible monster Some part of ourselves We don't want anyone to see And I'd like to Okay, I am excited. I have a guest I've had on before. He's got the energy. He's got the know-how. He knows how to help all you guys with your Etsy stores, how to get your social networking out there, how to get more people to your website. He has a new book. He has a new baby, too. His name is Tim Adam. His book is called How to Make Money Using Etsy. Tim, thanks so much for coming by again. Yeah, how you doing, Allison? I'm doing good, and congratulations on that adorable baby, too. So, uh, Thank you so much. He is... Uh... He is super fun, and uh, he is—he's definitely um, definitely fun to be around. He's 
very happy all the time. So, Well, if you can it. do a baby and everything else you're doing, you're not sleeping anymore is what I've decided. <laughs> well, yeah, Camden doesn't like to sleep either. So, so see, uh, you're a good match. Yeah, as yeah, soon as you can get him, uh, as soon as you can get him on the computer, you'll be good to go. <laughs> he's actually got his own website, so he's uh, <laughs> we started his we started his blog mainly for my for my mom because she won't get on Facebook. But uh, we oh, uh, we you're started. so cute. I know it's going to be fun for him. So oh, that's ugh, I yep. love it. All right, so now here's where I want to start with this whole thing. Yeah, let's just do a reality check on Etsy. What's sure. give me the real facts? You know, like what's up? People are like afraid to go on Etsy. Not sure. Is it yeah. too many people? What's the reality check right now on Etsy? I mean, Etsy is is the number one place to sell. You know, crafts, your handmade goods, uh, vintage items, supplies. If if you're looking to you know get out of you know the the art show scene is it's it's and because that's actually what I used to do and that's why I started selling Etsy because um, you know art shows were taking up too much time and and doing consignment and things like that. Well, I mean Etsy is is the number one place. I mean it's uh, millions of millions of dollars every month are being you know sold through you know tons of sellers, which is really good. But I think like as I talk about in the book, it's like it's not it's not a scary thing. It's not something to be afraid of. I mean, if you want to get online and sell on Etsy, it's not. It's I think it is the easiest place to sell online, um, just because there's you know there's lots of help. And obviously, my my book is is going to walk you through just um, you know the basics of getting your Etsy shop set up, and then diving into some more. Um, more things like marketing and, and SEO and, and, right, um, right, and right, I know right. SEO, right. And I know that the SEO is kind of like another scary thing, but it's not, it's, I have a whole entire chapter that talks about like, what do you do from, from step one? And it's, I really break it down. If, if anybody's familiar with the way that I, that I write and the way that I do tutorials, it's like, it's for everyone. Everyone's going to understand Absolutely. it at the end. You know, so, but wait, yeah, let's back up for of, one yeah. second. Let's go back to, because the first is getting the store set up. So sure. let's just walk people through, like, what would you say, how many products? Can someone say, hey, I made one thing. I just want to mm-hmm. start. Is sure. it, you know, walk us through that. So you got to take yeah. a picture. You got to yep. sign up for your what? Your free Etsy yeah. something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, okay. from, from, from day one, step one, you're signing up. You're creating your you're creating your um, your name your business name and and, and then, like I said chapter one of the book I'm, I even talk about like you know researching your um, your name your your right. business name is is your business name taken by somebody else you got to know that you don't want to start your your business because because an Etsy shop is a business it's not um, it's that's what it is and you want to make sure that you know it's it's there it's, it's yours uh, it's always going to be yours. So that's, I mean, that's day, that's step one, and then, um, you know, just kind of filling out like, you know, who you are and like your profile and like um, your shop announcement and things like that. I mean, that's important things to, to, start, to, to right? really get, yeah, to really start to really to get to know, um, to get to know you as a seller before you even start listing items. And okay, and um, yeah. So give um, someone, let's just talk to the very beginner who's wondering about this Etsy thing. What would be yeah. your best guesstimate if someone, let's say, has, you know, a half a dozen items, they want to give this a shot, how much time sure. would it be for them to set up the basic store, not getting into any marketing or anything, but just get the sure. store up and running, about how much time for something like that? Absolutely. I mean, um, 
I mean, you want to spend you want to spend a little bit of time, like I said, like you know, really locking down who you are and like your profile and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, just a, just like a, a couple of days, or you know, not working on it, you know, twenty four hours a day like some of us would. But just a couple hours a day. I mean, really, you're gonna have you know, if you do have like six items, and, and uh, I mean, it's it's it doesn't take that much time. I mean, run, once you list an item one time, you're gonna get in that flow. Right. Okay. And I mean, it, there's only like. And when you when you go to list an item on Etsy, there's only there's like there's five steps. I mean, it's filling out the description, it's filling out the shipping information, it's filling out the price, and then adding your pictures, and that's it. Okay, so it's and, like a good weekend project if you want to give it a shot to oh, get a, a shop up and running. Absolutely, right? Okay, absolutely. And and if and uh, the way that Etsy set up, um, you it's really great because you don't have there's no there's really no investment. I mean, if you're gonna list six items. It's twenty cents per item. Great. That's, I mean, that's that's. It's than a great way to get it's, your hands into the whole thing. Absolutely, and it's it's a great way to get your items out there on the internet for next to nothing, basically. Right. <laughs> So, now, yeah. that being said, Etsy has gone from that it can be that easy, but it can also be the Rolls-Royce customized mm-hmm. version as well. And then sure. there's a lot of ground in between all of that. So mm-hmm. what would be, let's say, what's the next step? You've got your basic things up there. Let's just run over now. You know, what, what, what in your opinion, is the next place you go? you got your items up there. you got your mm-hmm. name. You're feeling good about all that. Where do you put your next time uh, well spent into? <clears throat> Well, in all in all honesty, I mean, a lot of people talk about, um, you know, social marketing and Facebook and Twitter and blogging. Um, but I'm going to rewind and go back to a, a basically the basic basics, and that's and and that's SEO. And SEO is search engine optimization, and, and what this is is it's making your pages with inside your Etsy shop, which you know pages would be like your main page and your items. Like each each of your item is an actual page that Google and other search engines are going to look at. Right. You want to make sure that when those those little robots, those bots go out and they search, they crawl your pages. You want to make sure that they're finding the right the right stuff. And because what's going to happen is, in the long run, um, you do that from from day one, you're going to get more traffic from Google, from search engines, from SEO. You're going to get more traffic from that than you ever will from um, from setting up your social media stuff, it's just that's just from day one though. You got to do it from day one, and that's and that's what I talk about in the book. And it's like I show you from you know from making a title to making descriptions to I mean all those kind of things that you want to you want to be using and setting up this SEO search engine optimization. And let's correct, let's yeah. give someone a real example of that. So mm-hmm. in other words, sure. um, you're searching within the Etsy site, and you want to get a silver cuff. Sure. So that's what you're talking about. So yep. all the people who make silver cuffs, those will pop up. But how do you get yours to the top of the list in Etsy? Right. Exactly. And that I mean, within Etsy, it's 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 more it's more difficult to get your things actually to the top. Okay. But we're actually more looking at getting your things to the top on Google. Got it. And that okay. is way more um, way more effective. You'll get much more traffic. Um, but but yeah, I mean it, it all ties together. If you're if you're working on your SEO for Google, it's gonna be working it's gonna be it's gonna be helping you, you know, get your items right further up on the top on Etsy as well. All tied so, yeah, together. 
Yeah, yeah, it's all tied together. In your opinion, because I know I've had Mm -hmm. conversations this with people, but I I totally appreciate and um, believe your opinion, is I don't think there's an exact science to it yet. There's hints, but there's no exact science. What do you think? Um, No, you're right, because um, an an exact science to SEO, you mean? Correct. Yes. I mean, the thing is, if there was an exact science and we we all knew the formula, right, it, it wouldn't be good. <laughs> right, and, and Google, yeah, and Google and search other search engines, um, they know that, so it's constantly changing because people have figured out the algorithm, as you want to call it. Right, they have figured it out in the past, and Google will change that. And um, but all we can do is we can do what we know, and right. um, what I put in the book is what we know. So if you want to, if you want to know like how to really optimize your Etsy shop. I mean, that is, um, I know how to, I've, I've done it. I know how to do it. I get results from Google and, and that's what I put in the book. And, 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 uh, so yeah. Now I'm going to ask you this, that I've heard now, this is for mm-hmm. people who are doing, you know, have been doing it a while and are into this, sure. that sure. meta tagging, we've moved more into counting on the meta description more than yep. the meta tagging. Now, those yep. words for people, there's tagging. <laughs> Why don't you describe what those are so everyone knows yeah, what that means? Yeah, absolutely. Um, your meta description is your basically what that page is all about. It's your title. Um, if uh, Google's coming to your page, they're going to see this meta description, which is you know, we just call it meta title. It's a, it's a title of your page. It's the main heading of your paragraph of your page, and then and then the tags are um, are something that you're right. You're correct that over time people have when you know a few years ago, like tags were very very important right. uh, in the Google algorithm. Well, people were abusing and overusing and tags, meta tags, and Google basically said no and they changed it so tags don't have much that much of importance but you still want to use them right um they still help they still help like tie this whole page together when google actually looks at it so you're right yep meta description is much more uh much more important than tags so yep now what do you think for um for the Etsy seller, what do you think is the biggest hurdle? Like, where do people get stuck? Let's try to, like, make that, mm-hmm. put some transparency to that for people. I think what happens, I think getting stuck, I mean, what can happen is um, you get, you, you put your eyes, you put this work into, you, you know, you, you spend a couple of days and you, you get your items, you do your photography and you do your descriptions and you put it out there and then all of a sudden you get nothing. There's nothing there, right. you know, and that's, there's no sales, and, and, and I think I, I see a lot of talk about, like, you know, well, you know, I've been on here for, you know, a little while. I have no sales. But um, I think what, it, you know, beyond, like, just getting your items out there, like you had said, there's there's more beyond. There's, like, a line. You get your items on Etsy, and then there's then you, you just don't stop. There's the work, work starts. I think, yeah. Yeah, the, the work starts. I think, like, um, I, I say that, I've said this before, but, um, Etsy is, it's not magic. And, right. And Thank that, you for saying and, that. Yeah. And it, it's not, and it's, it's not, it's a tool. there is no, right. It's a tool. It's a tool for you to sell online and there is no, there is no magic. Right. And, um, if you want to be successful and you want to, um, you know, quit your job, there's a lot of work and it, it's just, it just doesn't happen. Um, and, and also I, I actually, uh, was reading, uh, some comments on my blog the other day and 
um, people were talking about, you know, being successful on Etsy and, you know, what are the steps? And I think one of the steps is actually, you know, finding out what your market is going to be. Like, who's going to buy your items? Right. And actually, you know, finding out what these people actually want and, like, even providing that, you know, to them. Like, I mean, you might make something very, very unique and put that on Etsy, but, you know, you also have to look and see, like, what else can I do that might be popular that could sell some more that I could do also? Because, right. I mean, that's, that's kind of the thing. It's like it's like bringing people into um, to your Etsy shop. I like, when I first started selling on Etsy, um, I started putting furniture on there, and that's what I did. I was a furniture designer, and um, I still am, obviously, uh, put my furniture on there, but it's there was not there's not a huge market for furniture, so I started making jewelry. Right, and right, right. that's basically why I, how I quit my job is because my jewelry, and then I, then beyond jewelry, I did jewelry trees and jewelry displays, and right. I, my business, my Etsy business, is always evolving into you know a different, a, basically, you know a, a, like. Providing what the mar- what my market maybe wants and needs, and you know, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's that's as a as a you know an artist or a crafter who wants to run a business, right? I, you, you have to think about those things. You do, you know. Now, do you um, think personally yeah. your passion is more uh, the artist? Then are you split in the middle? I mean, do you like the? Because I know. <laughs> I know talking to you what we usually talk about, so I'm just wondering uh-huh. how you look at yourself. Um, I would say that um, uh, <laughs> it's funny because I, I I am definitely more on the end of uh, blogging and and helping people and I creating. <laughs> and I, I am, and 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 there's you know my my Etsy shop will my metal Etsy shop will always be there. I will always be in my garage welding. Right. Um, you know, in the middle of the night. Right. trying to fill orders just because that is where I started. That is, right. um, a, you know, a passion of mine. But it is, I would say, um, beyond, I'd say almost, you know, now it's like 70, 30, more 30 towards the metal and, and uh, 70 towards um, just, um, you know, blogging and helping people and de- developing new new ways to get uh, to get exposure for people. And that's, that's that has turned into my passion is... Exactly. is, is yeah, so. I know, and yeah. you're you're just a little genius at it. Now, what would you say? Let's put another reality out there for people. Um, I've sure. talked to this before with with other guests on the show. Mm-hmm. In your week, let's say, let's pretend it's a forty hour work week, just to make easy sure. numbers. And let's say, how many days of the week are you creating your product, hands on, mm-hmm. like in your garage? And yep. how many days a week are you working the store to make a living now as a Etsy seller? Sure. Um, if you were if you're doing an Etsy shop full time and um, and that was is that what you know you were you wanted to go at it like that I mean I would say the best thing to do is to be creating and putting products on in your Etsy shop every day. Okay. And now it sounds kind of it sounds kind of crazy, but it's really not. I mean, think about that. You know, you spend a couple hours in your, you know in your studio making new products and for, and you know and taking photographs of them and you know putting them on Etsy. Well, I mean, because what happens is you don't want your an Etsy shop to get stagnant. You want it to you want it to be alive. You want it to be right. you know new stuff and, and 
you know, you have past customers who come back to your Etsy shop and they see see new things. And I mean, I would say definitely, you know, split more towards the side of marketing and spending time on, you know, getting your shop out right. there than it is creating right. because right. you can create, I mean, most of us who are, you know, selling stuff on Etsy, is, we're not going to be like spending 10 hours on one item. Right. I, I just don't, I don't see that unless we're, unless you're making big furniture and sculptures and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. But I mean, most things that you see on Etsy are, are taking, you know, two hours or less to make. And that's, that's good. You, you need to have some products that you can, you know, unless, yeah, you need to have some products that you can make that, that you can push out there a little bit faster. But I would say that it's, you know, like I said, more towards the side of marketing than right. it is, um, than putting your, than making stuff. And I think I hear a lot of people who get frustrated with that because all they want to do is create. But if you just create, no it's one knows not going to work. Creating. Exactly. Yeah, no one knows you're creating. <laughs> Maybe you, you can don't... find someone else who loves to just do that part and you team up together. Yep. Yep. There's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Right. right. For sure. No, yep. it's. Uh, I think that's a very big wake up call for people. The first sort of wake up calls uh, mm-hmm. is how much time is really, no matter how creative and and into the right. arts you are, is how much time you have to spend on the business of it and creating yep. a look. Um, what would you say is, is there a particular, the most difficult part about Etsy? I mean, we're talking about, okay, it seems to be getting people to come to your store is the biggest bugaboo, yeah. right? Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. definitely. And I know they do have some built-in things that you'd like to um, get on on Etsy. Like, uh, mm-hmm. why don't you tell them what they are? Yeah, there's uh, Etsy has definitely some good um, some good things going on to help get some exposure. Like they have um, Etsy treasuries, and mm-hmm. treasuries are um, basically a curated list of 16 items that people put together, and it's it, people love it. I mean, it's it you can get exposure for your items and. And, and basically, the way to, the best way to get into a treasury is to have um, really good pictures. And I think oh, good. Let's um, talk about that. What yeah, makes up absolutely. a really good picture? Let's yeah, um, I would say like you know, being on Etsy for well, almost three years, over three years now, it's like I my my photography has has evolved into um, you know you, you you have five pictures that you can put on on a listing. You want to make sure that you use all five of those. You want to make sure, because think about this. When you're going to like a gallery or an art show or a craft show or something, you're, you're able to pick that item up. You're able, you're able right. to look at it, spin it around, feel it. You want those pictures to convey exactly what you're able to look at in your hand and hold, hold it. Right. And, and I think like um, Etsy has, I like to look at Etsy sometimes as like an online gallery because of, Obviously, handmade and vintage and supplies. And because the thing is, is like um, you want your pictures to stand out. You want them to look cool. You want to do different angles. You want you just don't want um, you know the straight on shot, and you and you want it to look good. I mean, make sure you don't have clutter in your background. You mean all that kind of stuff. And and you know that's another thing too. It's like um, you know from the very beginning, you know, invest in. A two hundred dollar digital camera. I mean, two hundred bucks. Even if you don't can't do that, ask a friend. You know, because right. you do not want to put your items on online and have bad pictures. Because tell you what, it no one work. will buy no, no one will buy stuff from you. You can have the coolest stuff right. ever made, and if your pictures are bad, 
is not going to sell. And that's, that's crucial. Yeah. Having been in the world yeah. of advertising for many, many, many a year and being able mm-hmm. to take, you know, a little piece of poo and make it look good. It's very important. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, sell, I, I always joke around and say, if I, I can sell, you know, crap on a stick, if, if you make it look good. You know, exactly. Like, you know, you got to know how to do that. Well, do exactly. you think it's worth it? Are, are there people out there can, um, is there inexpensive services to get your product shot or is it still sure. more? There is. Okay. Yeah. There is. I mean, there's some. Um, there actually is some um, Etsy sellers that offer that. It's kind of interesting. Um, there's actually um, there's a there's a, a writer for uh, my blog, He's a professional photographer in New York, and he does product photography and he has a service. And I mean, it's so it's you great. can do yeah, right. you can do that for right. sure. Right. And um, always think about you know when you're starting an Etsy shop, think about it as a business. And if you know. If you can do everything, then there is no investment. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, everything meaning, you know, I mean, really there's not a ton. I mean, because you can have, like, you know, your shop banner made by somebody else. You can have kind of graphics, you know, done by a graphic designer if you want to. And, and those and those are, um, there's some Etsy sellers that, that do those types of things too. So, and, and uh, so, yeah, I mean. You can invest sure. in your business as yeah. much as you financially can as well by hiring yep. some people to get things going. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. I mean, yeah. So I've used the same banner in my Etsy shop for three years and someone, someone made it for me. And it was, I mean, I mean, I have, I mean, I can do all you know, the graphic design and that I've learned over the years. I right. can do it now, right. but, um, love the banner and Right. Uh, a friend of mine made it for me. So. Right. But, Plus, it's also branding. Yeah. I mean, there's something to be said yep. about when people recognize the same thing mm-hmm. and they go, oh, wait, that's the logo I saw someplace. I know who that is. Yep. And then trusting yep. and building all of that. Uh, yep. And that actually comes down the road as well at some point. But let's Absolutely. talk about um, the other hot topic for this, because I know we don't sure. have a lot of time, but social networking. How important in your social networking and what do you think are the most important things to do there to drive business to your Etsy site? Yep. Um, talked about this before, and uh, it is still there are still the top three, and it's um, in, in order. I would say it is um, creating a blog, okay, then Facebook, then Twitter, and the reasons are is you almost it's it's almost like you want to start an Etsy shop, and then the next day you want to like start start a blog because when you start a blog. Um, you're creating a second space online where it's your business, it's your name, it's your branding. Um, you're able to talk about your Etsy shop. You're able to link back to your Etsy shop, which Google likes. Okay. Um, you're able to do all those kind of things on a blog, and uh, Google search engines love blogs. And now, why do they – go ahead and tell yeah. them why they love that. Okay, because, well, the reason that Google and search engines love blogs is because there's content. Right. and. Um, Google, I mean, they're going to look at a blog and they're going to see content and that's, you know, sites with, with the content and good keywords and good SEO, um, that they're going to, they're just going to be, they're going to love them. They're going to, you know, put them up there. Um, and so, you know what, say, explain one more thing you just said back up, explain to people Mm -hmm. what it means, why they like the links. Oh Yeah. So when when Google is is seeing uh, a backlink like um, you know like my Timothy M Designs I you know I put that link I link that hyperlink that and basically you take that word and you turn that word into a link right. and that links yeah, you put that on a blog and that links back to my Etsy shop well that's giving my Etsy shop credibility 
and it's giving it, um, you know, like, you know, the more, the more, um, you know, if I'm using like a keyword, let's say, for example, modern furniture, okay, um, and I write on my blog, you know, about modern furniture, where I'm going to put that, make that modern furniture a link and make that, point that back to my Etsy shop, and so Google's going to say, oh, well, over here, this blog says modern furniture, and it's linked to Timothy Adam Designs Etsy shop. Let me go look on his Etsy shop and see if he talks about metal furniture. Right. So when those two things tie together, it makes sense to Google, and you know you get moved up in the modern furniture search. Right. So, so what that means yeah. to people is you type in modern furniture into the little Google bar, and hopefully yep. you get up on that first page because of that. Yep. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So yeah, so that's the importance behind blogging. It's you know it's 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 giving yourself another space online. So so what I like to say is after that, after you blog, you know you you go into um, if you know most a lot of people already have Facebook. If you don't, not a scary thing. It is there's a lot to it, but um, we do talk about that in the book also starting up a, a fan page and all that kind of stuff. But the great thing about a fan page is you can link back to your blog. You can link back to your Etsy shop. So, so there's so now you have a blog and now you have an Etsy shop and you can link back to all those things right on right on Facebook, and then um, and then Twitter. I mean, Twitter is a uh, is the next the next thing, and and it's just it's the same thing. It's like you're you know you're giving yourself another space online to a link and spread links around. Um, Google actually likes Twitter better than Facebook. You'll never really find. Um, well, you will find um, like pages, like your if you Google something, if you Google Etsy, if you Google, you know, you'll find Facebook pages, but you're not going to find like links. It's always mm-hmm. it's interesting, but if you but if you search for like if you if you search for something on Google, you'll find like actual Twitter links. It's kind of cool. So mm, Twitter likes Twitter or uh, Facebook or sorry, Google, Google likes Twitter a little bit better as far as links are concerned, but. Um, but don't you think it's but, a different uh, customer reading those two different things, or do you think mm-hmm. it's the same? Um, yeah, I would say yes. I mean, uh, you're gonna you're gonna find um, for Facebook, you're gonna find um, that it's that it's real. It's a lot easier to um, you're gonna find more traffic from Facebook than you are from Twitter because the way the viral nature of Facebook and basically viral just means that things can spread a lot faster mm-hmm. um, because there's pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, and Twitter kind of has pictures, but it, kinda, it mostly doesn't. Uh, they're kind of embedded into things. You can't really see them. But, like, when you see a post on Facebook with a picture, it's, it catches your eye, and you, right. you, you want to look at it more than you would just, like, a Twitter post. Um, so I would say that, you know, your, your Facebook is, is definitely the second thing you want to do is, right. is, is to work on that. And Because here's the thing. I mean, a lot of us have you know, a personal profile, and um, I don't see there's any, there's no reason that when you start a fan page for your Etsy shop, you can't, there's no reason you can't go invite your friends, because you're, this is your business. I mean, a lot of people say, well, I want to keep it separate. Well, why would you want to keep it separate? I mean, it's your business. It's who you are. Right. It's, it's part of your life. I mean, you know, you don't want to be, like, spammy and, and you know, totally spam every right, everybody right, like course, all right. the time right but it's it's part of you it's part of who you are and that's how i mean i grew my fan pages through the through the through the friends that i have and i mean it's that's the way to start for sure it is oh oh yeah and once it start once it starts and once you get you know some fans and stuff it, it'll keep growing and 
And um, I, I, I talk about some ways in the book of how to, um, you know, grow your fans and, you know, create conversations and, and just uh, keep that thing going and keep your fans interested because you just don't, you don't, you don't want stagnant. You don't want a stagnant uh, fan page. You want to keep your, keep all those people interested in what's right. going on. Right, right, right. So, and yeah. that's really mm-hmm. important because people love oh, yeah. to um, take a break and, and cruise all that stuff fast. Yep. Hey, do you happen to notice, is there a set time that people like go make purchases on Etsy? I mean, is it lunchtime yep. for people or is there, a, you um, know, is there a good time to post your new stuff? Do you think? Sure. Yeah, I think um, uh, there's one uh, there's one good way to figure this out, and, and it could be different for everybody. Um, but when you start an Etsy shop, you can um, link uh, Google Analytics, which is basically a stat tracking, you know, view tracking system that is free. It's awesome, would, uh, and then Etsy walks you through all of that. And yeah, I've just because you said there. analytics, I don't want people freaking out. It is yeah. very doable. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's very, it's very easy. And like I said, I've, um, I've got video tutorials on that all over my blog, and it's really easy to set up. But, but what you can do is you can find out like when people are actually going to your Etsy shop, and uh, you can do little tests and say like, well, well, if I if I if I put an item on today, like at this time, how many people come and you know look at it? Well, through the years, I've found that uh, um, between eleven thirty and twelve thirty, which is lunchtime, right. <clears throat> it's a good time. And that's Eastern time, so I don't know. I'm not really sure how it works. You right, know, anybody's lunch time, right? Yeah, exactly. I'd right, say. Right. And then after, I'd say after six o'clock when everybody's getting home from work, right, um, right, right. And then late, like later, probably like ten, eleven, twelve at night. So like those those three blocks of time. So like I stay away from mid morning, stay away from mid afternoon, stay away from obviously late night. Um, so and I, do you I think, think those are your good. your people get used to? Um, how you post, so in other words, they look forward to knowing what did you just put yeah. on at 11.30 and they go there and look at 11.30? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think that, that that ties in a lot more with, um, you know, with the, with the blog and with, um, with, uh, with, you know, Twitter and Facebook and stuff because, I mean, your Etsy shop, I mean, yeah, you want to kind of schedule when you, when you put your listings on. Right. But um, when you're, when you're, uh, when you're posting, like I'll post, I'll always, on my blog on Hemidology, I always have two um, early morning posts that go up. I mean, we're talking like six and seven in the morning because I know that if I that I have readers who are getting up and reading before they go to work, right. so With I know that. Right. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> yes. So it's good mm-hmm. to know. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, you have to stop and lie down. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but uh, there's but there's things there's things that you can do to if you are asleep that you can. <laughs> um, I mean, you can schedule you can schedule blog posts. You can schedule very good point. Tweets. That's right. You can oh, yeah absolutely and all you can, uh, Yep, and you can even there's some there's some tools for Etsy sellers that you can even um, set to renew items and basically renewing just means you have a listing that you want to spend twenty more cents on. And bring that back up to the top of the list, and um, you can you there's there's tools that'll help you do all that kind of stuff. I mean, there's there's times where um, you know I'll go. Uh, I'm, I play a lot of volleyball. I play in uh, um, uh, leagues and tournaments and stuff, and I'm gone all day long, which sounds kind of crazy, but to, <laughs> everybody knows what I do. But but I will schedule a full day of uh, tweets to go out all day long, like right. you know, it, and I'll even schedule blog posts and I'll schedule. Facebook messages and stuff, and I know that, you know, 
um, that stuff is happening and I'm not even there. Right. So, uh, and, and, it's and important. That stuff that, what's that? It's important. It is. It is. You want you want to stay you want to stay uh, alive. But you're right too, Allison. It's like you gotta have time to shut down. It's like yeah. you know if if we don't <laughs> not if we much don't have that. <laughs> It's a little bit difficult for me, I'd say, but uh, right. Well, you're in that you're in that special time called "It's All New" and there's a new person in your house. So yeah, yeah, we do. We have uh, we have our little boy, and 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 you know, and actually, my wife works from home too, and she's a photographer. So it's I've got to have that time where um, where I'm not doing anything, and and uh, so so yeah, that's good. You're doing it yep. all. See, I know you're 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 my. Um, my new idol. I always adore you. you are, you're so passionate about all of this. It's always so much fun to talk to you. And I'm oh. so excited you have a book out, How to Make Money Using Etsy, yeah. uh, with your full name on the cover, Timothy Adam. And then also www.handmadeology.com. Fabulous yep. site. There's any information you need, this man is going to give it to you. Take advantage of it. It's all fabulous. So thank, uh, thank you. you. Thank you so much for chatting with me. It's, I always learn something. It's such a pleasure. You're welcome. Thanks Thanks again for having me, Allison. No, n- my pleasure, totally. We'll talk again soon. <laughs> All right. All right, bye-bye. Okay, so isn't he adorable? Adorable. <laughs> oh, Tim is the man. Tim is the man to learn all this kind of things from. Uh, and he's just got great energy. There will, be, uh, there will be a class coming up. We're putting together another online class, Tim and I. Uh, you won't want to miss that. You'll get oodles and boodles of information. So that'll be announced soon. So thank you so much, Mr. Tim Adam. Uh, Handmadeology is the site. You can come over to craftgas.com to find that link uh, if you need it. And the book is How to Make Money Using Etsy. Right? There you go. So today's section, the ET section of the show today, you know, just had me, well, truth be told, it's had me in tears. Uh, What's going on in Japan right now on the planet just was very moving for me in so many ways. Uh, when September 11th happened, being at Ground Zero, basically, uh, living in Manhattan and just being a few blocks from it all, uh, what, what you don't get when you see a disaster happening on the planet, and we're just getting to look at it through TV, is how it uh, attacks all the senses of people. I remember uh, on September 11th, it attacked our, our hearing because sounds weren't the same anymore. There were no planes. Uh, there was no traffic. There was only fighter jets. Uh, there was a different smell. It was terrible. Things were burning. And the visual, you know, it didn't look the same, obviously, but it was uh, dense, smoky, smoggy. And there were signs everywhere, of people looking for loved ones. And uh, so really all the senses, when you're really right there, literally at ground zero, are... Um, shooken up. So I know so many of our, of our fellow human beings over in Japan are going through that. So I know all of you listening also send out your prayers and your love to those people. Uh, here in the community of crafting, in the metal clay community, metal clay is made by Mitsubishi in Japan. So um, actually tonight's class, there'll be uh, a, a donation from the proceeds uh, made from that class. Uh, you know, Money doesn't make you feel better, but it does help. So there you go. And uh, anyway, I just wanted to bring that up today because I just wanted you to know that I couldn't do a show without mentioning that. So uh, I think prayers are important. Money is important. Helping people return to normal. Healing is important. And even though this crisis is 
nowhere near over. Uh, healing and on the other side is what we have to uh, always direct our energies towards. So I'm putting that out to all of you wonderful crafters. I know you understand where I'm coming from. <clears throat> so there you go. So come on over to craftcast.com where you can get all the links to today's shows and uh, with easy, easy click, find out all the information you want to know. Also, you can leave me a message at 877-819-1859. I get all your messages. You can also leave uh, email messages through the site, uh, comments. Uh, you can find me over at Facebook. Uh, you can also find the fan page, Craftcast. Uh, sign up for both of them they get different information and there you go so I want to thank all of you who uh, write me great letters and tell me what's going on in your life and you know what I have to say no matter what get your butt in the chair and keep crafting 